So here we are back at it again, another Saturday night. Just got done polishing off a 20-piece nugget from McDonald's. You know, I'm sitting here sipping on this uh, McFrap, keeping it easy. It's about, oh, I don't know, 40 degrees. I could check the weather here in a second and see what we got going. I'll check it during the break or whenever I do my little segue into the next segment. But, um, yeah, I just got done fishing. Went out to this place called Oriental. I think I've told you guys about it before. It's where I caught those drum on my birthday. But I went back there because when I went to Moorhead last weekend, didn't really get into too much. Um, we had, what, like 16 poles? Well, not 16 poles. About eight poles and eight, nine fishing poles. All the bait you could want. Didn't catch anything all the way in the freaking ocean. And today I went over here to the river. It's about 60 miles from the house. Um, drove up there cold nobody was out there so we're talking 50 degree weather and I caught some decent trout um, and that's all I caught I didn't catch anything else I threw out uh, some live bait threw out some didn't catch nothing else just um, some trout on some lures but it's pretty much a laid-back day I guess right now it's about nine o'clock at night sitting in the McDonald's parking lot not much action on the road um, like I said this is another little small town uh, this is Bayboro, right next to Oriental. So it's on my way back home. I've got to go through Bayboro. I've got to go through Grantsville. I've got to go through Chacoinity. I've got to go through Grimesland. And then I get to Greenville. So I'm taking all these little back roads to get to the, my little fishing holes or whatever. But it was nice. It was picturesque out there. A um, couple of old fogies rolled up on me, you know, asked if I was catching anything. I was like, no, I wasn't catching anything yet. Then when I did start catching, I was like, ah, I got a few bites. You know, you got to play it down because next thing you know, you tell somebody to catch a fish, then they want to freaking bust out a fishing pole right next to you. Crazy. But I think today we're going to talk about a little bit about the upcoming holidays. You know, Thanksgiving's around the corner. And maybe in the week, keep it easy on this one. We'll see how it goes, see if this coffee kicks in or not. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. You know, if I could start every day with a mocha frap, I mean, I think I think that will be heaven. There's there's this there's, there's just something to say about a mocha frap. I mean, you can you can drink all the creme brulee, all the Colombian coffee. All the freaking uh, dark, uh, straight, American-style, black, no cream, whatever you want. But you, you need to stop a minute and just appreciate the greatness that is in a McFrap. I don't know if it's just because they put so much sugar in there, but I mean, I mean, to the last drop. You know what I mean? To the last drop. It is that good. I wish you could taste this. I'm sure you've had one, but I mean, yeah, I mean, really, like, <laughs> I would say pause right now, pause the podcast, go to freaking McDonald's, get you a freaking McFrap mocha latte or mocha, mocha McFrap, and just sip the greatness and listen to this podcast because this is just a quality, a quality cup right here. It's a small one. I didn't get a large one. But it's a it's still it's still quality. I mean, you got the whipped cream, you got the freaking chocolate syrup on top. 
I mean, it it just doesn't get any better than that. It just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, if I had if I had my choice, creme brulee or McFrapp, I gotta go with a McFrapp. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just it's quality. See, I, I've got to give it to McDonald's. You know, there's a lot of places. There's a lot of places that try to do a lot of things. They try to do too many things. McDonald's, they, they at times they overextend. You know, they they do a little too much, but they make a good cup of coffee. <laughs> I'll give them that. They make a halfway decent sandwich with their Big Mac. I mean, the Whopper's better, of course, right? But one of the things uh, I was talking about earlier in the week, I was just like, you got to appreciate the consistency with these places. I know it's commercial and because everything's all mass produced, but it's like, how do you make your burger taste the exact same every time? How does this McFrap taste the same every freaking time you make it? Like, you go to any McDonald's and it's going to taste like this. Well, in any McDonald's in America, because I know they use different ingredients in different countries, but you know what I'm saying? Like, how is a Big Mac always going to taste like a Big Mac? I mean, when I go in the kitchen, I'm a cook. I can cook. You know, I can hook it up. I go in there, I hook up my burgers, I hook up my chicken, pizza, whatever. But, you know, there might be a little more garlic in this one, a little more paprika in this one. Might take something out here, might change something there. Substitutions, right? But you go to McDonald's, you order a Big Mac, a McFrack, or fries, and it's going to taste the exact same every time. You go to Burger King, ask for a Whopper, it's going to taste the exact same every time. I mean... I'm all for a good recipe, but dang, they got it down. I mean, how do you how do you do that? I mean, when you make spaghetti, does it taste the exact same every time? I mean, if you can't cook, of course. I mean, it tastes like trash, it tastes like trash. But I mean, if you consider yourself a decent cook and you put your little seasonings in it and you do your little whatever, or you bake chicken or you fry chicken, it's it's gonna taste you're gonna be like, ah, oh, I put too much salt in it this time, or I put too much oregano in it, or uh, you know, room for error. But when you go to these little commercial establishments, these little franchises, you got to give it to them. They're consistent with the flavor, except for Speedway. Speedway is not consistent with the flavor because their coffee was trash and Chocowinity. I'm not going to forget that. Never going to forget that. Don't you forget that. If you ever go to Chocowinity, you ever visit the States, go to Chocowinity. Don't go to Speedway because their coffee is trash. But... Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about this um, upcoming holiday, Thanksgiving. Um, and that reminds me, um, I started this podcast about a year ago. <laughs> Maybe a year ago to the day, a year ago to the month, I know that. Um, if you go back and listen to that first podcast, <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's been a year already. Time flies, I'm telling you. I mean, it's just like I just sat down and started recording this thing. Time flies already. You know, I mean, it's just just as soon as you get moving or get uh, accustomed to something, I mean, time roll up on you. I just got some news the other day at work. They were telling me I've been at my job for five years. I was like, five years? They were like, yeah, we're going to do a luncheon for you. I was like, good, go. Like, five years already. So I'm like, okay, well, what do I have to show for it, right? Five years. Um had a lot of growth, a lot of personal growth, uh, started this podcast, had some websites, met a lot of people, helped a lot of people, but I'm like, okay, well, if five years went that quick and I can still remember my first day at work, I think this next five years, yeah, I'm going to have some big changes. I'm going to have some big changes coming up. Um, 
I got a few things that I want for myself in the next five years. I've been, I've been doing, you know, because like I said, I mean, you work at a company, when you work at a job, right? And you're helping build their name, build their empire and all these different things like this. And then you're like, so what do you have for yourself? So you leave the company, the name stays with them, right? You don't take the name with you. All that work you put in helps them, strengthens their brand. But what about your brand, your own personal brand, your own personal product? So I think over the next five years, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, let me say, um, hmm, I want to I want to use a word here, but I want to make sure it's in the right context. I'm going to just say I'm going to make a huge. I'm just keep it simple. I'm going to make a big, audacious goal. Um, I want to start three businesses in the next five years. I didn't say successful businesses, but I said I want to start three businesses. Um, I know this right here. I think I need to um, put some energy into this and transform this into something put some legs on it a couple of arms it's already got a brain it's already got a heart it's breathing it's living but i think i'm gonna put some um we'll put some legs on this thing put some fiber on these bones and and have this thing walking around the freaking room like the dang terminator you know what i'm saying <laughs> this thing's gonna be a freaking beast so look for a few things i think i'm going to um i'm gonna step it up a bit uh probably delve into some other forms of media um because, I mean, like I said, you guys are listening to it, but some other people might want to watch it. Uh, some people might want to read it. So definitely going to do some things with that. Uh, so I'll keep you guys updated on it. But um, I remember when I had my two websites before, I wrote a book. Uh, I did some interviews, you know, with people like in different states, uh, online through Skype. <coughs> Oh man, we got everywhere. Hmm. But um, yeah, I'm gonna stew on that a bit. But let's get back to Thanksgiving. Okay, so Thanksgiving, cut the turkey, right? Carve the turkey. The ceremonial blessing of the dinner table. Uh, when people carve the turkey, I mean, it's it's an honor. I say it's an honor. They say, you're going to carve the turkey? Who's going to carve the turkey? Dad normally carves the turkey. The head of the house normally carves the turkey. So if you get invited to somebody's house and they ask you if you would like to cut the turkey or carve the turkey, that's an honor. It's a sign of respect. They appreciate you. They're welcoming you, in, welcoming you into their home. They're showing you their trust and, and just basically the respect because not everybody gets to carve the turkey. The kids don't carve the turkey. The dad carves the turkey. The mom doesn't carve the turkey unless it's her turkey, but then she'll let her son carve the turkey. Even if he's six, he'll carve the turkey because, you know, it's it's kind of that whole customary thing. It's like the man thing. But, yeah, if you carve the turkey, even if you're a woman, you know, or girl, sister, whatever, you, you carve the turkey. I mean, that, that says a lot. You make the turkey. I mean, if you know how long it takes to cook a freaking turkey, it's not like cooking a chicken. You got to cook it extra. I haven't even cooked a turkey. It's just so so big i don't even like turkey like that but i've eaten a lot of turkey but if you carve the turkey yeah you're doing something you i mean you could you could you could drop the microphone after that you could say you know what my day is done i cut the turkey i carved the freaking turkey you know pasta yams pasta mashed potatoes you know collard greens let's go where's the cranberry sauce you know pumpkin pie uh potato pie yeah it gets pretty tasty after that
you're going to have to excuse me. I was at the bottom of this, um, this frap, and it was just teasing me. But, yeah, so Thanksgiving's a time for being thankful. You should be thankful year-round. But you get your loved ones, your close ones around the table. Everybody sits down with some big spread. You eat good food. Talk about what you're thankful for. You share stories. Talk about what's happening at work. And see, normally it's a lot of people coming in from out of town. What they say, you know, he came in from out of town. He came from out of state. You know, I got some relatives down south. Blah, 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 blah. Me, I have a small family. I have relatives, but we're just not really, we're not really connected like that. I mean, I know a few of them. And we talk, but I mean, it's probably been 15, 20 years, I mean, since I've spoken to anybody. So, no, I just really just associate with my immediate family. Now, I still, you know, I'll still, I mean, if somebody were to call me, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? But, I mean, you know how some people, like, they just have these large families, and they're like, oh, you got your cousins, aunts, and uncles, and everybody sitting at the same table at the same time. I don't even know when the last time I see my grandma. I think I saw my grandma when I was... Uh, think of when I had my girlfriend, which was like a minute ago, years ago. That was it. Saw her, saw an uncle. Didn't see any of my cousins, but I mean, I just went down to see my dad, and I mean, everybody else was just a bonus. But anyway, so most of the time people have family come in, they sit around the table, they eat, tell stories, catch up on old times, and they talk about, well, we need to do this again, and let's just not wait till, you know, a special holiday to... Yeah, for everybody to get together, but normally that's what they say, but that's not what happens. You know, they just, it just, everybody goes back to their normal lives. But this is just one of the days where people stop, just like Christmas, they stop, get together, and try to have a little family togetherness, a little quality time, little memories. Um, you know, the big celebrations, I would say, normally they're for the young ones. Uh, traditions, I mean, you pass traditions on to your, you know, your son or your, your daughter, you know, sometimes families will have their own little traditions. You won't have Thanksgiving, but you have Hanukkah or whatever you have going on over there. I don't know. But um, traditions are important. Thanksgiving is one of them. I think it was started on a bad a bad thing uh, because I believe, don't get me all twisted up here on the, on the um, American history, but we weren't the first ones here. Let's just say that. There were people here. And they brought their own beliefs and things, and then they started eliminating people, taking people out. So there's a lot of uh, history there. So rightly so, if people are upset and angry, um, I'm not even supposed to be here. Uh, so America's history definitely is a bloody one. I will say that. It, it, it's a bloody one. It's a bloody one. Um, we're all walking on bones, I'm sure. And in your country, you have wars and different things have happened, but... Yeah, so here we are in 2019, and this is the world we're living in. Uh, you've got Fords, you have airplanes, you have skyscrapers, you got the Twin Towers, you have the Twin Towers getting blown up. I mean, you have a lot of things going on, but this is 2019, going into 2020. Um, tsunamis. Uh, a lot of people didn't even think we would be around this long. Remember that movie? I think it was 2012. And everybody thought the world was going to be flooded and go underwater and all this stuff like that. I know I'm just rambling on, but these are just ideas that are coming to my head as I'm trying to digest this, uh, excuse me, this uh, McFrap. Um, 
yeah <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and let this coffee settle a second here because it's just caffeine and the frap and the, the the whipped cream yeah it's just it's just doing what it does but that's that's why you get it because like i said it just gets your get your brain going i'm just looking at basically nothing one or two cars here rolling by and there's woods a forest and i'm just staring into the darkness talking about <laughs> make frap at thanksgiving We'll take a short break. All right, so got a little long-winded there. But I think there was one thing I did want to mention. It was a, um, I don't know if I talked about it already. Not today, I know I didn't. But they have something called the Impossible Whopper. I don't know if you've been paying attention to American television or the ads or maybe live in America. I don't know. But they have something called the Impossible Whopper. And I was like, well, why are they calling it an Impossible Whopper? What's impossible about it is a freaking Whopper. I mean, I know they changed the bun. They had, they, they changed the buns and had black buns called it the, the Black Whopper. I mean, just a bunch of crazy stuff. So now they got this thing called the Impossible Whopper. So basically, this Whopper, or it tastes like a Whopper. They say it tastes like a Whopper. I haven't tried it. But it's made from plants. So they basically made a vegan burger. You know, vegan Vegan-friendly burger. Okay. Now they call it the Impossible Whopper. So you take a bunch of vegetables and you make them taste like a hamburger. But here's the kicker. So you got freaking lettuce, tomato, and some dang cucumbers all ground up into some mesh. And you want to charge $7.50 for this burger. I'm like, this costs more than the real burger. So they're saying to eat plants costs more than to eat a cow. Crazy. Doesn't make sense at all. I'm not going to pay three, four dollars more to eat a freaking salad when I just get the burger, which is what I'm used to. But I guess the vegan, you know, maybe the vegan community, maybe they like paying, you know, two times more than you need to for a burger made from lettuce, you know, or sassafras or some uh, yucca root or some bean or something like that. I mean, I've had vegan burgers. I've, I've made vegan, vegan burgers myself. I made black bean burgers. They're pretty good. But I make a black bean burger. I mean, you, that, that, it doesn't compare to a Whopper. It doesn't compare to a beef burger. It doesn't compare to steak, right? It's vegan. Vegan food is good. Vegan food is good. Don't, don't get me wrong on that. If you're a vegan, I mean, do your thing. But if you're going to make a Whopper, right, you don't charge people $7 for it. I mean, how does that even work? You know what I mean? I mean, they got they got a thing right now, two for six. You can get two Whoppers for $6, two. One impossible Whopper, $7. Get the freak out of here. That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. It's just for those trendy hipsters. You know, people just want to jump on the freaking bandwagon and say they're eating something that's new. Oh, I'm eating the Impossible Whopper for $7. Yeah, you, you enjoy that Whopper. But, you know, I have to try it. I have to try it just to say I've tried it. I'm not going to say it's impossible. I eat it. It tastes like Whoppers. Oh, it tastes like Whopper. That's be the only reason I eat it. Just say it tastes like a Whopper. But I know it tastes like Whopper. I don't even have to eat it. But it was just something that irked me a little bit because I went to Burger King um, earlier today on my way uh, out here to Oriental. And um, 
Yeah, I was looking at the thing, and I was like, and I remember the little commercials because I'm playing this game or whatever, right? And you know how they have those little ads, you know, every 15 freaking seconds an ad comes up. And I don't know how many times I saw this ad for this Impossible Whopper, and people are eating the Whopper, and they're like, well, what would you do if I told you there wasn't real beef? What would you do if I said this was the dumbest ad in the freaking world? Huh? How about that? But, you know, and they're all, oh, this isn't beef, this isn't beef. Like, it's, in, it's impossible to believe, so that's why they call it the Impossible Whopper. It's so freaking gimmicky, and here I am talking about it. See, you may have not even known about it, and here I am spreading their silly message talking about the Impossible Whopper. It just gets under my skin, so I think people either buy it because they're all, you know, vegan, and that's what they do, or they're just, like, tired of hearing about it, so they take a bite of it. I mean, they're not going to convert me anywhere. I'm just going to be like, oh, i got to get the Impossible Whopper every time I freaking go to the store. Get the freak out of here. It's not even that serious. It's a freaking veggie burger. Call it what it is. It's a veggie burger. Burger King introduces veggie burger. Veggie substitute. You don't want the meat? Get the veggie substitute. Just call it what it is. It's a veggie substitute. Okay. But you want the Impossible Whopper like it was impossible. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? These marketing campaigns and these freaking people just blow my mind sometimes with these things. I mean, they just, they make it. They make it so that it you, you remember it. You talk about it. You know, you, these little gimmicky commercials and these catchphrases and these dang tunes in the back. You know, the doom, 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 doom. Oh, my gosh. I mean, every every product has a dang melody or something in there. Uh, Pine Saw, perfect example. They had a lady, a little spokeswoman. See, they have spokeswomen. They have people's, the, people that just go around promoting their products. But there's a spokeswoman uh, for like 15, 20 years. As long as I can remember, she, she would always come in and go, I love my Pine Saw. I love my Pine Saw. You know, like, that's it. Or Aunt Jemima. What else? Snap, crackle, and pop. The freaking cartoons that three elves or whatever are making your cereal. <laughs> I got to think about marketing, right? Marketing is good. When it's done right, it's done right. But it works. It works. Everybody's eating Rice Krispies. Everybody knows about Rice Krispie treats. Everybody knows about Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Everybody knows about Booberry. Everybody knows about McDonald's, right? Think about McDonald's. What do you think about? The freaking clown, right? The dang yellow jumpsuit with red hair red lips and a white face kfc kentucky fried chicken you got the colonel colonel's been dead for like a, a hundred years right and so oh my gosh i'm telling you yeah marketing is something else but i gotta hit this road up um get home probably take me about uh, I don't know, 50 minutes to an hour. Just cruise, keep it easy. Get back, take a shower. Oh, clean these two fish, these two trout I caught. I think one of them is about 23 or 24 inches. I mean, he's he's a pretty big boy. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he hit it. I knew he hit it. I threw it out. It was just boom. As soon as it hit the water, bah, I was like, okay, here we go, here we go. But I had to work for it. Don't think it was easy. I was out there five, six hours. I don't know, maybe, maybe about five. Five solid, five, almost six hours. Um, pitch black, the last three of those. But, um, yeah, that's what's going on. But uh, either way, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and I'll see you in the next one.